Don't be doing the baby thing right after vibes just plays for the listeners, dude. <laughs> um, this is this is Lapati Ball back here with the ninth episode of Lapati's podcast. And I have here with me an acquaintance. Now, actually, that's kind of a strong word. Maybe someone I know better, better term. Uh, no, just kidding. I have good buddy of mine from school, Aiden Hart. Aiden, you can. Okay. Introduce yourself however you want. What's up, buddy? Glad to, glad to be here. It's been you know, a long time coming. I feel like a, I feel like a special guest. I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan's podcast right now. That's the dream. If I could just switch, maybe I can Freaky Friday with Joe Rogan and just take over his body. Then I could live the dream. Then I could be Joe Rogan. But try and sell me some pills that you know are gonna make my open up my mind, neurotrans, you know, all that sh- all that stuff he talks about. Yes. Oh, Joe. But Aiden, I before right right off the bat here, I want to get your opinion because I know you are a large 49er fan and I am a large Seahawk fan. And talk to me a little bit about how how you think the 49ers offseason has gone here. And I'm not even going to lie. I haven't really been paying too much attention to the offseason, but I know that we got rid of um, Bourne over to the Patriots. Um, which I don't know. I liked him. Um, I think that uh, as much as I like Jimmy G, you know, he helped bring us to Super Bowl. I think he just can't perform in any type of uh, stress capacity. So really, that's a hot take. It's <laughs> bro, he. Oh my God! The end of the Super Bowl last year was just oh, or two years ago. You were you were sitting with me watching that. That was hard. To, that was a hard pill to swallow, bro. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was kind of funny to me, but probably not to you. But do you? Okay, so who do you, who do you think they should take with the third pick? Then do you think they should get a quarterback? Or I know that they're not going to get Justin Fields, but like they should get Justin Fields. They should get like a young guy and just like work with him for the next five years and just like pour pour everything into. Him, you know, because they kind of did that with Jimmy G. We paid him so much money just because he had been a <laughs> been a new Brady. It just didn't pan out. I mean, the whole NFC West is uh, going to be pretty competitive. the The Rams have Matthew Stafford, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of bummed. I really liked watching Jared Goff twice a year, but now nah, it's gone. Yeah, you know, it sucks, but uh, I feel bad for Matthew Stafford. He was kind of like Megatron, where like he. If he didn't get out of Detroit, his his uh, his career would have just ended. No, yeah, I I am glad he got out of Detroit because I think he he gets pretty slept on just because his team is garbage and has made the playoffs like once since he's been there, and I, it's it's tough to watch. But um, I know Richard Sherman, if I'm correct, is still unsigned. What do you, what do you think of that? Do you want him uh, back? I want him back just because you know he's Uncle Sherman, but um. He, he's a good guy for, like, he's a good veteran player for, you know, any young guys that come onto the team. I feel like anyone can benefit from his knowledge. But, 
man, he's getting old. And there were a couple, there were a couple of routes last year where like Prime Sherm wouldn't have gotten his feet mixed up, and and he just kind of got burned. You know, it's it's hard to watch, but it's also it must be hard for you to see him when our team is like a Seahawks fan, the Legion of yeah. Boomer. Yeah, it's I'm not a, not a not a big fan. Um, I don't know. I've heard he might think about playing in Seattle again. He doesn't. He he hasn't really just. There's been no buzz around him, and I I thought he was still pretty solid. Like he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like prime Sherman, but he was a solid starting corner, which is nice to have in the NFL. He still had good stats. I mean, he uh, he did what he he negotiated his own contract, right? Yes, which was. You know, everyone everyone else seemed to not like that, but it seemed like he thought that that would be a good idea. I I don't know. It seemed like maybe he was satisfied with the outcome of it, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't be a player and negotiate my contract. Yeah, that'd be kind of tough. It's like I mean, I, I think Richard Sherman is is a very smart dude. Obviously, he went to freaking Stanford, so yeah. I think. If anyone would be able to do it, he probably would because he seems like a very smart guy. But there, if that starts becoming a thing, there are definitely going to be some dumb dudes who just get ripped off by a team just because they, they don't fully do their research. Because I bet Richard Sherman just put a lot of time and energy into figuring out how to get a, like a really good contract. And I some guys would just get totally fucked over by that. But Yeah, like Dak holding out for – oh, my God. Dak holding out for all that money, bro, and the Cowboys paying him all that money to throw slants. Terrible. It worked yeah. out poorly, bro. They paid him so much money. I, I I always remember, like, getting the notifications that, like, Dak Prescott declines contract offer, wants more money. And I was like, bro, like, you are not that good yet. You're solid. I mean. Also, you're already getting paid. He was – the, one of the contracts was like for 100 mil that he had to climb because he wanted 120. And it's like, you're making 100 mil. What does that extra 20 really matter to you? No, yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to save some cap space and help your team get better instead of just being mediocre like the Cowboys seem to be year after year now? Like, every year, like almost making it to like the wild card and then getting beaten. They're in, they're in the NFC East, right? Yeah. yeah. What a terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible division. Oh man, dude! Like it, it would be really nice as a Seahawks fan to be in the NFC East, just because they would just decimate everyone just and absolutely dominate. Okay. <laughs> the Eagles, the Giants, Cowboys. Who else is there? Is that the Reds, the, the, the football team? Sorry, football the Washington team, yeah. football team. My apologies. But like they, the Washington football team won the division last year, and like. Don't get me wrong. They, they played well near the end of the season, and they almost beat the Buccaneers in the playoffs. But, like, I I would not be scared if I was an NFL team. i like, oh, no, I have to go play at Washington in, in my first playoff game. Like, I would just be like – like, the Seahawks had to go play the Eagles in 2020. And I was like – Yeah. Like, this is not that worrisome. Like, the Seahawks going to make it close, but they'll still win. Like, it's the Eagles. It, it's – it's funny because everyone, whenever you hear the announcers, or not the announcers, but, you know, like the people on the talk shows and stuff talking about the Eagles, it seems like ever since they won the uh, Super Bowl that everyone every year gives them more credit than they should have. They're always like, oh, yeah, you know, I think the Eagles will come back this year. They got blah, blah, blah. Wentz is still on the team, right? He's on the, he's on the Colts now. 
He's on the Colts. Oh, yes. Man. So the Colts are going to be nice. <laughs> I mean, dude, like Marlon Mack. The Colts. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Eagles. I was like, no, but I, I think the Colts do. Yes, I know they have Jonathan yeah. Taylor too, and he's a boss. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz is one of those. Court- he kept he kept bringing his team to the playoffs, and then getting injured in the playoffs, and it, it happened like every year. I don't know what. <laughs> and one of those years, uh, like a like a thirty five year old backup quarterback won in the Super Bowl. But watching Nick Foles drop back in the Super Bowl was so hard. His form was just so weird. He was a weird looking guy in the pocket. And and the funniest part is he like put up similar numbers to Tom Brady. And I was yeah. like, yeah, huh? <laughs> he like, just man. <laughs> he Talk beat Tom about, Brady like, in a shootout. He beat Tom Brady in a shootout in the Super yeah. Bowl. That, that Super Bowl was crazy. You know, Uzi was so happy. You remember? Oh, man. That was when Uzi had a, a show in SF, and uh-huh. I was, like, in line for the show. I had paid a bunch of money for the tickets. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, three days after they, the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And we were in line, and they were letting a couple people in at the beginning. And they had uh-huh. to stop the ball. And we, we, it, was, it was late, too. We were supposed to get in at, like, 6, and it was, like, eight o'clock and we were like where's uzi and then everyone came out and they were like oh uzi's not coming after they were letting people in and we were like yo what do you mean and they were like oh he decided to throw a super bowl party instead and he's just not coming and then the first 10 people who got to the front of the line got refunds and everyone else just had to like swallow the loss you didn't get a refund that no, was so he did that, tough he did that twice in san francisco so uzi if you're listening to the podcast Come to San Francisco. So that actually makes me kind of curious because I know you are a large little Uzi Vert fan. Um, can you what what are what are your thoughts on his twenty twenty output? I think he's done fine. You know, there was what was the year like like 20, 2019 or twenty eighteen where he just didn't have a lot of music coming out. I think that was because I know he had a few singles in 2019 and he didn't really have much of anything in 2018. So I think it was kind of both. It's I like, you know, I like most of what Uzi does. It's there's never been really something where I've been like, oh, there's a lot of songs where the songs aren't good. But his verse on the song is like really good. Um, Uh You know, the EA album waiting a long time for that when it dropped. I mean, you were there. It was it was like a. Everyone woke up in the dorms and was like, yo, EA dropped. And uh, that was pretty sick. But uh, I really liked the deluxe version better because it had everything that I had been, you know, like Bean. I've been wait, I'd been listening to that snippet for years. And then to hear the full song, it was beautiful. Was it a letdown at all? Or was it like what you fully expected? I liked Bean. I liked Myron, you know. Uh, some of the other things that were leaks and then turned out. Like on uh, what's Thugger's recent album called? Like Slime Language Two or Slime Season? Yeah. Two yep. Um, the Proud of You. I had been listening to that snippet for like three years, and that finally came out. And that song's great. I just don't like whoever is like the last verse on that. Ah, uh, yes, one of one of Young Thug's uh, just dudes he puts on from his label. Uh, guy, yeah. Young Ko, actually, how could you not remember Young Ko? It's 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 man. He, his verse sucked. His verse was terrible, but everything else is a uh, you know adorable. 
when Thug says like whispers Uzi, I'm so proud of you at the end. Tugs on the heartstrings, man. Really. Um, speaking of the Eagles, did you see all the stuff about EDP 445? Yes, I, I did happen to catch that. Some of that? I mean, you know you know who he is, right? I asked Nick about it, and Nick didn't know who it was. Nick didn't I, – I, like, I haven't watched a ton of his videos, but, like, I've seen a lot of memes of him, and, like, I yeah. – Yeah, and I, I've heard he – like, I before that, I had kind of heard he was a – you know, not as not a, a kind of a shady dude, and then that yeah. whole interview came out, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." Uh, well, that interview is tough to watch. Did so, you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched the whole entire thing, uh, and he's still got like uh, two two million subscribers, so he's not short of money, you know. Uh huh bank but like i don't know what there's nothing he could post going forward where the comments would not be like yo you touch kids how did you read through the messages did you read through the dms oh my god like you know how usually cringy dms are like you read them and you laugh like Uh actually when you think about like how he's just like a grown man and weighs like 300 pounds and he's going to visit like a like a thirteen year old, and you have that in mind, and you're reading the DMs. It's like oh. one of the hardest things to read. It's oh, it's God. so. I, there's like a part of me that doesn't even want to bring it up. It's so like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I used to watch me and one of my buddies from high school used to watch uh To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen, yeah. and it was it was like I was just I would always cringe at that, but it's. Oh, that's just, yeah, it's just always, that's just a weird thing to find out about someone, especially like a famous person. Yeah, it's, the thing is like, you always, they always seem to know that what they're doing is wrong, you know? There's several points in the DMs where he's like, like, so he'll, I like saying this on your podcast, but like he'll nut or whatever, and he'll like say that he did, and then like, right after he'll every time there's like a pattern right after every time he'll send messages and be like he'll have post nut clarity and he'll be like yo wait are you like a fed or like are you are you like trying to take me down or like people screenshot stuff for you and then very quickly he goes back to like horny edp and oh it's it's bad it's bad if if you get the chance i would take a look at the dms just because like for the culture, you know. You really wrap that up with for the culture. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I don't know, man. That's just uh, it's a strange thing to find out about someone. Like this is there's there no thought that's like, hey, this is weird. I probably shouldn't do this. Yeah, this is kind of like yeah. No, there's there's many times in the DMs where he's like, because this will ruin my whole life, and then just keeps going, and it's like. You could just not do it. Yeah, how about you just, like, not talk to 13-year-olds? It, it's, like, a pretty, like, like black and white situation where it's, like, you either do or you don't. Yeah, like, it seems very, like, huh, I could, like, why am I even doing this if I'm putting myself in danger of losing my entire reputation and career? Like, I can, I can just not do this and figure out anything else. And do anything else, literally anything. I hate but, like uh, I hate like saying it, but like if he if he's really like sick, you know, 
he's you know that really interests him i mean like a bunch of i think like dicaprio has like a place in new york because in the state of new york the age of consent is like 17 so dicaprio like goes to new york and just like hooks up with like 17 year olds i mean it's like a terrible scenario you would never you know it's it's so wrong but EDP could like legally just not be a predator. Yeah, like, you could just in like the legal sense. You know, it's still it's still such a gray area, but yeah, it's it's, it's just seems, it just seems way better to just be like I'm not gonna get myself involved in this gray area. I'm just gonna yeah. like, take someone with, your age. Yeah, you could. I, he has on his Instagram and stuff, there's been like over the last couple of years, he's had like been like, Oh, I hate this woman or whatever. And like, he'll date someone and then immediately start complaining about them, but they will be like his age. they will be like grown women. I don't know. He's in his thirties. I think. Uh, oh, just a weird man. Weird man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, Usually, I, I think I'm, no, it's okay. It's okay. This is this this it's this is a place for any kind of discussion, and I think it's good to have that discussion. You know, it's not like it's good we should to get political. Should get- <laughs> you really want to get political here? <laughs> Do it. How do you get political? What are, I, what, I, how, you know what Biden's been doing so far. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Since I've been in Bend. Ever since the election stopped or ended and the Capitol thing happened, I have just been checked out Yeah, He's, of uh, political happenings right now. Yeah, we're kind uh, of in. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just like for me, like, I should follow it, but I could just go game. And I, like, I use, Are you still using your 360? Of course, I'm grinding. I've been grinding NCAA basketball ten. Uh, you know, Lego Marvel superheroes. You know, Little you know, th- football games were like the best football games to be made. Bro, I don't know how you never came over to my dorm and played it because I literally have it. Because I don't know, uh, Hamid would always just be playing Madden with you, and then play Cowboys and lose by like a few points. Yeah, I, I just like I just I, I'm gonna say I just hate Madden. Like Madden just sucks. Like the What about what about like the earlier Maddens, like twenty ten to twenty fourteen? I, I like though like I think I think like now Madden I should have specified like the last five years of Madden. I just like Terrible. it's I, I just don't know like the gameplay is just not that fun and it seemed like because in like up until like twenty Madden sixteen. No, yeah, and then like like since then, like it seems like the run you can't run the ball at all, and that just kind of takes out an entire dimension of the game. <laughs> like, there's a bunch I, of broken like if you throw corners when you're like on the far side of the field, um, after like a certain point in the route, your your receiver just like will catch it. There's like a lot of there's a lot of broken plays, you know. And no, yeah, I think like. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there is some of that in NCAA football. Like, the read option is just really easy to get, like, five yards the majority of the time. Yeah. So, you could – like, I, when I have a really crap team, I just grind that and just run down the, the field, like, <laughs> just using – just spamming read option. But 
I don't like, I feel like the gameplay is just a lot smoother. And like eight years ago, like somehow, like the gameplay is just pristine or not pristine, but like it's way so better. Much cleaner. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're making a good game. They're not just cranking out money. Speaking of yeah. which, you play Call of Duty? I, I, I don't. I've been told I should many times. Talk to me about Call of Duty, though. What's, what's going on? Bro, when I was like 12 years old, I remember uh, MW3 came out, and I went to the midnight release in uh, the uh-huh. city. I went to the Mission District GameStop, and they they had all the developers there, and you could get it signed, and they were all such cool guys, and they all clearly cared about, like, the game. You know, they were cool. Yeah. They were like, yeah, let's talk with these kids about it, like, whatnot. And then, like, the year following that, so on, they're just – they, like they, – like, they, like, they – they release a broken game and then they don't they don't update it and like it's only sweaty players you know and they have the the skill based matchmaking but if you do really well one game it'll just put you with like really good people for 10 games it's it's a terrible system i can't help but buy it there's like i, I don't know it's 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 it, there's so many bugs in the game you ever play you ever used to play like mw2 no, I, I, I know, no, <laughs> but I think like, it's, it's kind of hard because nowadays, like it's, you just put my, like, you just make the game hard enough or like broken enough where you have to pay money to get good at it. The people don't care because you could just like, I'll, tr- I'll just put a bunch of microtransactions in the game and that'll be all we do to the game this year. We won't work on the actual gameplay. We'll just put new microtransactions in and it's just, it's just a money pit and like the people who are doing it don't even seem to care anymore with a bunch of games. Yeah. I just put one new map a year. I mean, you remember when Fortnite like first came out, right. And uh, it was, it was, it was cool. I mean, like, it was, it was them and PUBG were like the two battle Royales and then PUBG like sucked. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess Fortnite didn't, but then like around season three, you know, it just turned into like 12 year olds doing the, Fortnite dance and uh I don't know that fell off. Man, Ninja. The era of like Ninja. He really got famous off of like one game. Does he still like I what does he do now? Yeah, I mean look, I think he uh let's see, does he have any like recent news? I think he just like hangs out with celebrities and stuff now. I think he's still games, but it looks like he just I guess okay. I guess he uploaded some stuff in like February, but he looks like he's getting older, you know. And he's uh not old, but he's huh? at that point where he can just like hang out with Drake or do like hang out with like those type of celebrities and just make money off of. Oh, he's got he's got like almost seventeen million followers and like twenty almost twenty five million subscribers. I mean, he's he's doing good. The blue hair, Richard Tyler Blevins. Yeah, I don't know. This guy seems uh George Costanza. What? <laughs> what is <laughs> where did you read that from? Where's uh I don't George <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm George Costanza. So what oh, what do you think about um, the basketball this year? What do I think about what the basketball this year? They did pretty well. I know they didn't. I know they didn't win, but you know, shout out to um, the to the Ducks girls basketball team and the and the and the boys too. But I 
I actually thought they underachieved in my opinion because I because I, I I talk about them like at KWVA like once a week on a radio mm-hmm. show. So like going into the season, they had the five star like five five star recruits, and I know they lost some talent. Like they lost like the best Oregon play, basketball players, women's basketball players of all time, and mm-hmm. but. I was kind of like, you know, I expect them to be in the top 10 and like maybe finish second or third in the Pac-12. And it seems like they just could never beat the really good teams. Like they would always lose to the Stanford's and the Arizona's and the UCLA's. Like they just couldn't beat anyone. They couldn't upset anyone. And they, I, I don't know. It just seemed like they didn't really have an identity for a lot of the season. Like they didn't really know who to go to in like key situations. And they always kind of fumbled the bag in key situations. It felt like, especially against good teams. So yeah. I think I like the way they finished in the tournament because I didn't think they were going to even get that far. I thought they were going to lose in like the second round. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think? What did you think of them? I don't know. You know, I'm pretty short. I don't follow basketball because I was always like, oh, this doesn't, Really appeal to me, but I, I kind of started to a little bit because I think I, I I don't know I don't really know any of the female basketball players, but uh, I think Sedona is my neighbor because I just see like a like a six foot six girl walking around all the time, and I'm like, yeah, that's it looks like her. And because of that, I'm like, oh, maybe I should uh you know watch some of these support support them watch some uh-huh. of them you know. But I know you remember going to games with me. I know nothing about basketball. Well, yeah, I think like basketball is kind of nice because you don't have to like it's it doesn't take a lot of like I feel like football there's like a, a an amount of time you have to spend watching it to really understand it because it's it is kind of complex. Like I mean, yeah. I, we don't we don't even think about it cuz we've watched it a ton, but it's like it is complex to somebody who hasn't watched a ton. But I think basketball it's like you still have to obviously there's still you have to put some time into watching it to understand it fully. Or maybe yeah, I don't get full. a lot of the fouls and stuff like that. I get fouls where it's like you, you, you hind, you're hindering. I don't know how to explain it. You, you know, you slap someone's hand or arm or so. I don't know. Uh huh. But whenever, whenever they blow the whistle and stuff when we're at games, I'd be like, well, why? You know, they, you know, I, I didn't understand. You know, no, yeah, happened. and I think. I would try to explain that to you right now, but it's hard because there's no basketball on. So I can't really be like, that's that. I, uh, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is, I don't know, like that. I, I think it is tough because like, there's, I don't know, offensive fouls are kind of hard to call. Um, three in the keys are hard to call. Carrying is hard to call. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Carrying is when like you got the oh, ball. Carrying. I thought you said Gary, like Gary Payton. Yeah, when you Gary Payton, there's a foul for that. Bro, okay, wait. Did I talk to you about the Gary Payton meet and greet thing at Corvallis? You have not. No, talk to me. So I did. I, I told you about the Cookies Portland opening, right? Yeah, with YG, right? Yeah, I met YG. I went with Joel. Uh, you know, we we uh, we got. I got. I bought like a. I bought like a quarter of his stuff so that I could get like one bag signed by him that I just like would never open. Uh huh. But, uh, you know, Gary Payton was supposed to be at the Corvallis opening, and we got there, like, 30 minutes after it opened. And he showed up in some big uh, cookie blue, you know, uh, tour bus, and he Uh got out and then, like, didn't sign anything, kind of just took a couple pictures with people, and then, like, left. But he left within, like, 45 minutes of it opening, and he left as we were the first people in line to, like – meet him we were literally at the front of the line and gary was like all right see you guys 
and hopped onto the bus and then was in the window of the bus laughing and pointing at people. <laughs> like, just dipped. Man, I drove I drove an hour to go go meet him and he wouldn't sign my Gary Payton bag. That is so tough. Um was GP two there? No. Dang. No. Oregon State legend Gary Payton the yeah. second. Yeah, man, that 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 was I went to Oregon State that day, took a look around campus. Big, much bigger campus than ours. You ever uh-huh. you ever uh, taken a stroll through there? No, I've never stepped foot in Corvallis. Never. Definitely, I didn't go visit there at school. They got they got a pretty uh, they got it feels like a Boston college, you know. Feel you feel like an elitist when you're there. It's all it's all like nice brick. Uh huh. Very big, and they have the the football practice field in the middle of campus where you can just stand and like watch the players practice. Pretty pretty. Oh, go ahead. After you, after you. Okay, fine. I'll go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like because they don't do that at U of O, and I think it's because the football brand is a little bit higher at U of O versus OSU, and there's a lot, a little bit more publicity around it. But a little more winning going on, you know. A little bit, just a a little bit. Uh, <laughs> although not as much this past year, but yeah, that's okay. I, the seniors didn't get to watch the. Uh, any games in person. I know. That is so tough. That's why I'm glad we're sophomores. Yeah. We only yeah. had to waste our sophomore year and not our senior or, and only half of our half of our freshman year and our sophomore year, I guess. Bro, it's weird that this was the first year uh, I was in Eugene in spring and both spring terms, like the first two spring terms of college, we just didn't get classes in person. Yep. How is spring term up there? Is it fun? Uh, for everyone else, yeah, but um, the computer science stuff has just kept me indoors. Man, there's some geniuses in those classes, like kids who were like state robotics fair kids and stuff in high school. Um, is that you? Were you state robotics no. fair kid? No, not not in the slightest. Some of these kids are like really, real, like they're they're like geniuses. They're like young little geniuses. You know, you ever watch Young Sheldon? <laughs> no, I'm never watching that. I I have sworn to myself I'm never watching Young Sheldon. I should. I I haven't watched it, but uh, you should. You know, it seems like a your type of human. I'm never, never. I I can't watch it. It looks so stupid. It looks so stupid. It's they're all Young Sheldons. They're all they're all like little Elon Musk's, bro. They're all geniuses. They come over. Th- I love them, but they're all like so nerdy. They come over and they like don't know. They just talk about computer science. It's like it's like what they eat and breathe and sleep. I mean, I mean, the- like they're they're probably gonna make more money than me. But yeah, yeah, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be that committed to one thing, and especially that being computer science. Like I, I like having multiple things I can talk about. That's not yeah. just computer. Man, like I made data structures, and like, I, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, cool. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could do that, but I can't. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm gonna do some animating. I'm gonna make the next Shrek. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna work on Shrek Five. You, you can I make it as good I, as Shrek Four. 
<laughs> Bro, you ever watched Shrek the Third? I think so. Yes, it's been a while, but I have I have indeed seen the Shrek the Third. They should make live action Shrek like they did with some of the Disney movies. Oh my god, that would be so weird. Like they I know I know Nick went to see Shrek on Broadway. I remember that. Oh, that's right. He also saw Bob on Broadway too, right? Wait, that might have been it. It might not have been Shrek. It might his have just parents, been his parents came yeah. <laughs> yeah. This and they paid the money for Nick to for them all to go watch SpongeBob. <laughs> a lot of things you can do in Eugene. Uh, just, uh, I guess that's a. I, I mean, that'd be a funny option for sure. But we were we were talking about that. How uh, I realized when we were freshmen, there were a bunch of shows going on at Matthew Knight Arena. They had like Daniel Tosh. They had a uh, Trevor Noah. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, those guys and uh, me and Nick were talking about how we lost all that. Like we, uh, I, f- I totally forgot that like going to like big shows and having it cost like ten dollars was like a thing pre-COVID at, at, at like university levels. You know, they have. Uh huh. Fucker coming playing at university. Dude, that would be beast. I would love to pay ten bucks to go see Young Thug perform it at U of O, but. Something tells me he's never gonna come to Eugene. Something tells maybe Portland, but I don't know, bro. YG went to or yeah, Portland. Yeah, you got any big big act, big artists you want to see once concerts start coming back, dude? Yeah, I want to finally see Uzi because he uh, that one time was one of two times that he skipped on SF, and both times I bought tickets. So I'm I'm zero for two on seeing Uzi like live. Dude, maybe you just shouldn't go because then he'll just, he knows you're going and he'll cancel. Oh, yeah, my- Aiden's going. <laughs> Crap. I can't do this show. I don't want this kid here. Yeah. Uh, I, apparently, he's not very good in person. Uh, really? I guess he doesn't use auto tune and just kind of screams in the mic. Mm. Apparently, doesn't sound like it does when he uses auto tune. But he might be trying to avoid the whole like Travis Scott falling in auto tune scenario where. Something happens and it's just caught. Well, it's an auto tune. Yeah, that was funny though. It's just him falling off the stage in auto tune. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, I think that's that's the tough thing about like some of these, like uh, seeing a trap artist live. I would say like it's kind of yeah. you run the like I've heard the Migos suck live. Like I, I know I know I know they went on tour with Drake and I heard the Migos part just sucked. Like it yeah. was like they were terrible to see live. But like it's it's. Because I feel like a lot of like with the like the whole deluxe album thing, it seems like some trap artists are just getting kind of lazy and just yeah. you know throwing songs. And I feel like if it, they want in concert, it might be the same sort of thing, like just kind of lazy and yeah, that's, just kind of BS. Because they know that they're big enough that they can just you can sell tickets regardless. I mean, if you're if you're if you're Cardi, you. You, you don't really have to do anything. You know, like Cardi, Travis Scott. I've heard that Travis is really good in concert, but he's kind of on that Drake level where it seems like he's got so much money going into the show. It's when I saw Rocky, it was kind of like uh it was kind of like that where it was supposed to be like an experience, you know. Uh-huh. They did a lot of they did a lot of effort in terms of like the stage and like all the props they had on it and the lighting and like I don't know. I feel like it was kind of like seeing Kanye or I guess nothing compares to seeing Kanye in concert, but like, you know, it's an experience. Him tapping one key on the piano and everyone knowing, you know, the song. 
Uh-huh. That's just insane, bro. But um, so so I've been listening to a lot of ASAP Rocky recently. Um which so let's of his his four can you can you rank his four albums for me? Or I guess is Live Love ASAP a mixtape or an album? I think it's a mixtape. Um let me look up whether it's a mixtape or album. Let's just I'll oh, just call it first it, four projects, I guess. It's just you know, make it um a lot of people liked that long last. I thought it was good. You know, it had some postmortem. It had it had the stuff about yams, which you know kind of tugs on the heartstring. But a lot of people didn't really like testing at the beginning. I, I really liked testing. I thought that it was experimental. I thought you know, um, I don't know it was different. I'd have to put like live long. I'd probably put live love ASAP at the top just because that's like you know what started it all. Uh huh. And then, oh man. Okay. People can hate me for this, but like I'd put testing second, and then long live ASAP third, and then at long last fourth. Um, what is that? What is that? You're gonna put at long last ASAP fourth, bro? Like what? That is cheese. I mean, like the first album had Palace and like bass and brand new guy and peso and like purple swag and all that, so that like has to go up top. Uh huh. And then. Testing had just some great, like, there, I like a lot of the uh, political stuff that he did in testing. Uh, he talks about some stuff in, like, Tony Tone and um, with, uh, Guns and Butter. And, uh-huh. like, I don't know. Those were really good songs. And then I'm um, looking at, like, the discography. Long Live has to go third just because, like, it had some good songs. But, like, I really only think about, like, Goldie and, like, Suddenly, suddenly's gas. But man, yeah, problems? no. What about fucking problems? It's great, but it's got Drake on it, bro. Okay, know. okay. Hold on here. Drake has the best verse on that one, dude. Nah, Drake sucks. Like, yeah. I, I think at long last, but when I think about that album, I really think about, like, Lord Pretty Flacco Jody 2 and, like, M's and Every Day. I don't really – I guess Electric Body was good. That's because, I don't know, Schoolboy had a gas verse on that. Um, I mean, that's that's what you get with Schoolboy. Schoolboy, I've, I've, I've learned over this past year, is extremely heat. I like um, I like the cozy tape stuff. I think I, th- I think those are good. I, I've always wanted, because I feel like with the, the collaborations they get on those, I've always wanted a little bit more from those. Like... Yeah. I, I don't know. I always I feel like they're good, but like I feel like they could have been like really good. Yeah. Yeah. So There's, there is something left to be. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what it's like now because Rocky kind of it feels like Rocky went off and kind of did his own thing, and uh, I don't know. It seems like the rest of the mob is kind of just I don't know. Uh, Ferg, Ferg seems like he's still dropping music sometimes, but it seems like the rest of the mob just isn't doing too much. That whole thing was like a lot more of a movement, I feel like, in like 2012, 2013. Uh-huh. That whole like Harlem, bringing, it, bringing back Harlem kind of, I don't know, you know. No, I, I get, I get, I get you. I get what you're saying. But I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just... Like for me, I I want like for me at long last ASAP is definitely number one because that thing has does not have a single skip anywhere near it. 
Um, I pro I pro I list I like I I think live love ASAP, long live ASAP, and testing are all in a similar like range for me. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to to rank those. I I I, I listen to testing the most, but at the same time, call drop sucks so yeah. hard. Like <sighs> that song is so bad. I. Uh... I don't want to hear Kodak Black from prison. I really like. I yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Kodak getting released? Every time he goes in, his weight fluctuates like fifty to eighty pounds. Bro, <laughs> no, it, it was it was so funny seeing like that uh, that little Yachty song, and like it just felt <laughs> like his voice sounded a little bit different. Like it sounded a little lighter, and it was just. <laughs> Bro, he looked damaged when he came out, and I mean, I'm sure he was. He was his prison, you know. You're 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 a target when you go in there and you're like famous and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody just wants more clout getting at you, but um, he was. I don't know if you followed it, but he was constantly trying to update people outside to talk about what was going on inside. And apparently, um, I don't know where he was. If he was in like Broward County or wherever, but they were they like wouldn't let him. You know, he converted. He's I think he's like Jewish now or. I don't know, but he, uh, they wouldn't let him like, like practice religion in there. And they like, wouldn't let him eat. They like, wouldn't feed him. And the guards would like, uh, I don't know. I think he talked about like the guards just beating him a bunch. Hmm. Yeah. I don't The prison system. I mean, like maybe not like the prison prison, just not like, it just seems like it sucks. Like, I mean, (laughs) you're in there for a reason. Like, you know, you usually mess up. So you're in there. But it's I don't it just seems kind of inhumane at times to me. But our prison system is fucked. But I feel like you go to you get arrested, you get locked up in like Germany. Apparently they uh they're big on like rehabilitation. I think it's Germany where you they make you like go out into the real world with like an ankle bracelet if you're in prison and just like work a regular job. And they have people on like a bus come and like pick you up and bring you back every day. You know huh. they they have like a very low re reoffend rate uh in germany because they like they give them like really nice rooms you know uh uh-huh. and they try to make it so that you i don't know they, they they've got like a different system a different way about doing things and apparently like very few people even like violent offenders will like very few people will reoffend and they try to like put them back into the general population Huh. Yeah, I think that that makes sense to me. Like, I feel like if you treated people better in prison, they might be less likely to like, I I don't know, like, it seems like it would give them like skills, like, like, yeah, you know. Um, Oh, yeah. So I I, I totally agree. I think it there's definitely some work that could be done with with the prison system. Um, but I, I did have I did have one I know we're getting kind of I don't I have I don't I have not keeping track of time I think it's been like 40 50 minutes something but I I do have one one big question for you though before before we kind of I don't know whatever um what what is your favorite album that came out this year that you've listened to so far this year oh man it's gonna be hard I haven't really listened to like I haven't really been listening to a lot of music just because. I've been doing the computer science grind the whole time, you know. Um, let's look. Let's see what's been released this year. Nothing, nothing, nothing from uh, Travis Scott. Nope. No, I don't have any. I don't know what's been released this year. 
Um, did you hear, did you hear YBN's YBN the Muse? <laughs> like new song. Bro, which one was it? Wake Up or Soul Train? Another one where he was like singing. No, that's Soul Train. That song, that song made it on my meme playlist. It's terrible. It's so bad. It's just, oh God, it's just, it's so funny because he went from having two pretty good like first singles with Rubbing Off the Paint and Bounce Out with that. And he just sucks. He just hasn't done anything since that's been kind of good. Like I'm just like, don't even follow him anymore. Like I was always like, this guy's going to be really good in a couple of years. He's got yeah, some they- momentum. Corday, Corday, uh, like out of that whole group, definitely was the one that rose to the top. I mean, he, uh, you know, that was that was good. All, all his music, everything he does is so like, I don't know, classy. It's like that classy rap. It's uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, Whatever. it's just it's just leagues ahead of anything that the YBN other members do. It's just way farther ahead. Yeah, um, I don't know. I like Thugger's album. That's probably the only album I've genuinely listened to this year, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. Thugger, Thugger always has – he's got, like, a beautiful discography. Everything he does is so, like – it's Thugger. It's Young Thug, you know? Uh-huh. Puts people on, takes people from Atlanta, pays them to stop, stop doing street shit and just start rapping. He's, uh, he's like a dad. He's like the father of the rap game, you know? Oh, yeah. I think um, I, I, I did like his album. A li- I, I think it was like the slime, slime languages are, I think I've, I've kind of realized what, I, what I'm expecting from these. It's just like you get some really quality Young Thug songs, but when Young Thug leaves the picture and it's just like his sisters or something, I'm just like, please, I don't want to listen to this. I'm sorry, Young Thug. I love you, but yeah, it's a lot of him putting other people on. Which I respect that, and I like yeah. how he does that, but it just doesn't create the best music at times. Yeah, yeah like, sometimes it's a very, it's like a mishmash, you know, like proud of you. Oh, yeah, like you got, you got good verses on there, and then you have the young KOs of the world and the, the high doors of the world, who I'm just like, Dude, why? Like but I'm for being on a Thugger song, but like on the on the deluxe, he had like his two year old daughter on there, or so or not maybe not two, but like so. It was it was just oh, it was like I why like it's like what DJ Khaled does with his kid, like he just makes him the executive producer of these albums. I'm like, why? Like yeah, it... <laughs> the kid's not doing anything. The kid is like four. Yeah, but you want him to do that, or would you rather them be hidden from the world like Adonis? Can I get a middle? Can I get a middle joint? Can I get like you you post about your kid on Instagram, but you maybe don't put him on a song like like Young Thug or Lil Wayne, like or maybe just make it a single. Don't put it on your, one of your albums that I'm like listening to, and like I'm gonna get some good music from here. I don't want to get like like the worst part was my little brother texted me before i was listening to deluxe and he was like yeah. yo the song yasurski with migo is like insane and i was like okay and i, I started listening to it and it's his, his daughter i'm like really <laughs> this... got you there yeah no it's it's hard to listen to it's like i don't know like i, I like a lot of young boy stuff i know i get flack for that but i like a lot of young you boy do. stuff but then he throws he throws his mom on like one of the songs 
and for that whole verse for like the 30 seconds that she's on you're just like this is kind of this is hard to listen to yeah there's I mean, a like, reason I, a rapper and you're not no yeah and i think i i again i respect being able to like put your parents on and put your family on but like you could just give them the money. You don't have to put them on a song on an album or make it a single, dude. Like make it some single that like, cause when I listen to an album, I'm like, you know, I, I'm, I, 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 I dissect it a little bit. And I'm like, you know, I, I like, I figure out what tracks I like and I don't like, and I give it a rating and I'm like, dude, please. I want to give you a higher rating young thug, but when you put Migo on your albums and your sisters on the album, it's just some like, please, I don't want to hear this. Have you seen the Lomas X situation? Yes, yes. I have I have some yeah, I it's I don't really follow him too closely or anything, but sometimes you see on like uh I see a lot about him on like those Snapchat stories, you know, like the news stuff. Yes. Pictures and then it's got like a clickbait. Uh you know what I mean. No, yeah, of course. Um yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's it's just kind of funny to me. Like it's just like Lomas hates his mom. That's what that's what that's what like the the, the article titles will be like. Let's say stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just like why like those I don't even read like I just hate those things. They're just like I'm like why 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 can't you just tell me the news instead yes. of putting some clickbaity thing that I might click on. Yeah, that's how that's how I get my uh, my news. I'm an informed citizen, Patty. I watch all the Snapchat things. I'm I pretty. Inf- I need to know that. Uh, what is it? Jack Harlow is taking Addison Ray from I, I don't know what other from what's his name. TikTok guy from Duck Eye. No, the TikTok guy. What's his? I don't. I don't know his name though. I don't know. Nice. Bri- yeah, Bryce Hall. Bryce, right. Bryce. Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just so funny to me that that is like people follow those people's lives like with an insane amount of, like, I need to know what's happening in this person's life, like, right now. I'm glad to see all the Jack Harlow content. I think that guy's funny. But, like, no, uh... Yeah, but I, I mean, like, the, like, I, like if there's, a, like, a, I fought, like, I don't know, I keep track of Kanye a good amount, not as much as I used to, but, like... Yeah. Like, he, he gives me a product. Like, he gives me yeah. albums. Like, what are the TikTok... The TikTok people give you 10-second clips of them yeah. dancing to a song. I'm just like, what? Like... Yeah, I don't have. I haven't downloaded TikTok because it's it's when it came out and it was like a bunch of people in the Midwest with nothing to do and it'd be in like furry costumes and it was like cringy clips, you know, those kind of clips. Oh man, this is hard to watch. That stuff was funny, but then it became all the dancing stuff. That's like kind of the challenges. The the I was walking through Walmart the other day and I was in the children's reading section because you know I can't read above like a fifth grade level and um they had a I don't know, I was walking through it, and there was, like, a magazine kind of booklet, and it said, like, Charlie Diamillo's Guide to Keeping It Real, and had, like, a picture of her on the front doing, like, TikTok dances, and it was all covered in, like, spark. It was clearly for, like, marketed for, like, little girls and stuff, and had Uh sparkles on the front and all that, but, man, they're, like, monetizing TikToks, like, oh, man. No, yeah, it's 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 weird, but I love how you just the the low keyest part of that statement was I read it at like a fifth grade level. <laughs> I yeah, I can't. It takes me like minutes on end to finish a page of a book. 
No, I mean, reading, like, I don't blame you. I just thought it was funny that, like, you just dropped that so low key and then just kept going. Like, yeah. And then, and then I walked down there. <laughs> I was like, nice, Aiden. But yeah, I'm man. Like, um, yeah, but you can probably read better than Floyd Mayweather. I've heard, because can he read it all? Is he just illiterate? I don't know. I can I can read minds, but it doesn't matter because I'm illiterate. I'd be so sick if Floyd Mayweather could read minds and just couldn't make out what any of it said. <laughs> That's like how he he's like intuitive in boxing because he knows what the person's going to do next, but he, he has like no clue. Lit, literacy wise, I, I don't know. He can't read. He can't read. He can read minds, but he can't read. Yeah, you know. Um. Yeah, but dude i think we're at like an hour by now um so is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this thing up is there anything else pressing that you need to say on live air no i think i'm i think i'm pretty good you know no no out taking statements thank you thanks for having me on it's been a it's been an experience (laughs) yeah we covered some some topics today that's for sure um patrick mcmahon experience oh well i guess i have a question how does this one compare to all the other ones you've done you know Dude, I because talk like sports and all that on the other ones. I've been talking like I would say fifty percent sports, fifty percent music nowadays. So it's kind of half and half. Um, uh, for me, like it's always like I enjoy every one of these quite a bit because it's like usually I'm talking to someone I really like and I like want to have on my podcast. And well, that sucks for me then. <laughs> yeah, I actually hate you. You just begged me, and I was like. I suppose, but like, I haven't seen you. Like I haven't had an actual conversation with you. Like, I mean, I know we saw each other in like Bend when I was working and we talked for like five minutes, but like, I haven't had talked to you like this in like a year. And like, there are a lot of people that I've been doing that with. And it's cool because it like gives me a way to connect with someone and put out content at the same or reconnect, I guess, and put out content at the same time. So I, I don't know if I have a favorite podcast episode I've done. Um, They're all like, all, yeah, I've been listening to a couple of them here and there. They're all good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like to put out a decent product. Maybe not a top-notch product, but a decent product. Um, but yeah, Aiden, thank you for coming on. It was great to talk to you. I will see you. I will talk to you soon, of course. Um, everybody who's listening, thank you for listening. You know, the usual spiel. You guys are cool. Yada, yada, stuff like that. Um, don't know who I'm going to have on for my next guest. I haven't looked at my list yet. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody has a fantastic half week and thank you for listening. we